This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, y'all? This is Hussein Nasser from iGeometry Podcast. Good morning, everybody. It's 5.30 in the morning. Heading to work. Today's topic is asynchronous versus synchronous operations. Yeah, so in order to talk about these two operations or methods or style really of um, programming we need to understand uh, we need to understand how the basic operations work so I'm writing a program today right writing a code any language JavaScript or C sharp and let's take this program for it, for an instance. You have a variable called A, A equal 1, and then B equal 2. Then you have another variable C equal A plus B. So what will happen here is as long as the statement or the program is concerned, what happened here is each statement is getting executed in sequence, right? So A first will get the value of one, then B will get a value of two, and then C will get the value of A plus B, which is will be sent to the CPU to do the processing of adding the computation of adding one plus two and then we'll return the results to C and store it into C. So we need to understand that the third statement here, the rest of the program had to wait for that operation to complete in order to persist these values into the C and then continuing with the, uh, the rest of the program. So. This is the traditional style of doing things, which is synchronous, right? It's synchronously, just sequentially execute, wait for your result before continuing, right? So this might be almost negligible if you think about it, right? Because adding A plus B is just a small computational overhead. It's not even an overhead. But, so waiting is not really, uh, it's not really a concern here, waiting for that result. However, there are other operations that we execute and that these operations are more expensive to 
block the user from doing anything it will just wait you know and you can think of few of these examples like uh, read or write to the desk right uh, querying something on the network accessing the internet right accessing the internet or pieces of information so these operations usually takes a few a few more milliseconds or even more sometimes it depends on what you're doing right so if you decided to write your application in a synchronous way the user will feel it he says ah why is your application slow why is okay i click this button i understand the the consequences and i'm willing to wait but let me do something else this is the trick for the asynchronous operations and this is coming up guys in the next segment previous segment we discussed synchronous operations where the program literally blocked while waiting for a result from a single operation so this is a synchronous operation so stop everything you're doing all right so stop everything you're doing and let me execute that and wait for that result because that result we're gonna use it to do something else. And and that's the trick, that's the actually the good part of the synchronous thing, right? Because it's always it's always depending on something else. That if I'm doing something, I'm gonna use it to do to take that value of C in our example, A plus B equals C. I'm gonna take C and then divide it by two, for example. Right? So this is like the synchronous operation. The sequence really matter, right? So, however, asynchronous now, let's go discuss asynchronous operations. Asynchronous operations says, okay, I know that this function that I'm about to execute, we're gonna take time and it depends. Sometimes it's gonna take few milliseconds. Sometimes it's gonna take more than a second, depending on the mood. <laughs> <laughs> right because if I am writing to the desk if the desk is fragmented right it's gonna take longer if I'm especially if I'm reading actually if I'm reading if piece of file that file is fragmented I have to go the, the, the disk IO has to go and pull these pieces together and compile that file or create a file for you and then return it for you so that that's really expensive operation if you think about it especially if you do it over and over and over again so you have to design your program if you want to do go asynchronous and that's example a javascript almost supports always asynchronous it's up to you how to, to activate that or not 
So it's like, okay, get, I have the file now. Uh, I have this operation. Go and execute that. And hey, whenever you're ready, call this function and tell me that you're ready. Or do, sometimes it's called delegate in C Sharp. Sometimes it's called callback functions in JavaScript mostly. But so do your thing and then return whenever you return just like think think of it like a like a bell right so you send your uh, you send someone to do some task and say hey wh whenever you come back just ring this bell let me know that you're you're back ring that that particular bell that bell is actually the function callback so in our example if i want to convert my um, my application the A plus B equals C into an asynchronous application. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna write a function called sum. Right, that's one way to do it. And then that takes A plus B, and then what does the computation, and then what we will do is that sum function will take actually three things: the A, the B, and the third parameter is actually the callback function. Which function should I call with the result when I'm ready? So that's the callback function. So you call the sum, a, b, and then the callback function. And you go on your merry way. So what you do is a plus b, you call that function, and then you continue. That program is completely open, the user can do whatever she wants right click on other buttons do other things whenever the value of c is computed that function will be called and guess what you'll be ready for it because you have already written code for it that's sometimes called an event like a, a, a click event happened or something happened right so it's like unready or uncompleted and that completes our second segment Thank you guys for listening. See you in the next one. Now that we discussed sync versus async operation, now it's time to see what are the advantages and disadvantages of each operation, right? Or each style. The, syn the synchronous Although the advantages is clear coding, right? You can clearly see that I added A plus B and I store the value in C. Very clear. The program is read from up, from top to bottom, right? Very simple, clear to the point. And disadvantages, slow operations like reading from disk, reading a file from disk reading a rest operations right i called uh, i called a method on the rest api from the rest api that takes time so you're gonna wait for that to return in order to continue in order to unblock your user interface in order to do other things as well right so simple coding kind of bad, I wouldn't say bad, but uh, 
it's not optimal user experience. Now, async. For async, for asynchronous, the advantages is, hey, I call a method, I don't care how long it takes. Well, I do, but <laughs> it's not gonna take forever. But I still can do other thing in my application while calling that method. So function calls to read the disk or read the file, or read the REST API, or read any method in the network will get executed and then it will return as a callback function. And then whenever it's ready, I'll be ready for it. I'll do my thing in my callback function. My callback function has, for example, print C or take the value C and, and divide it by two and do something else. But probably this is good as explaining in a vlog or something. So the podcast would be really high. Uh, all right. So, disadvantages of asynchronous code. Asynchronous code, the disadvantages is, and everybody agrees on this, is the readability of the code. It is tough to read the code. So, if you do C is equal A plus uh, B, or, or A plus B sum, A plus B callback uh, divide, or do some do something with the C. The rest of the code below that will get executed anyway. So you have to be very careful because it's like it will just hey make the call and then just continue executing the co code below that statement. So that can actually lead to tricky programming. So you need to be really really know what you're doing because you know, you can't read it synchronously anymore. You have to jump through different functions, especially if reading something else. It's really, really hard to do, to debug uh, asynchronous code. It's really challenging. JavaScript, actually, and other languages as well, took care of this slightly. So you still can have an asynchronous code, Yet it feels like it's synchronous by using uh, promises and uh, hey, do that and I promise you to, I'll call this function when I'm done. But it's done in a very neat way, so you can just it's very it's very readable. It's even called um, uh, using the keywords sync, async, and await. So you'll call a function called async and then await that result. Although you said await, but it's actually executed in the background, but you still have the code for you to do whatever you want. All right, guys, stay awesome. See you in the next episode. Take care.